when we were listening together to the gospel, did you feel challenged? Every one of us here today wants to continue to follow Jesus. We want to be known as his disciples. But when we hear teachings like this, we kind of go, all right, Jesus, I'm going to need some help here. I want to follow you, but I'm finding what you are saying right now really hard. If anyone does not hate father, mother, sister, brother, spouse, children, even their very life, they cannot be my disciple. And unless a person is willing to renounce all their possessions, they cannot be my disciple. What is Jesus inviting us to do? Now, I find the, the version in Matthew's gospel more helpful because we have trouble with that word hate. Now, Jesus obviously is not inviting any one of us to hate. We have to read this in light of the whole of Scripture. Jesus calls us to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love each other as he himself loves us. So in Matthew's gospel, he says, unless you love me more than father, mother, sister, brother, more than, that's what Jesus is saying. Now for us to receive this teaching more deeply, we have to look at Jesus as the way to understand it. Have you noticed something striking about Jesus in the gospel? Notice that he is completely free when it comes to the things of this earth. These things do not bind him and control him. Notice also that he is not swayed or manipulated or controlled by human affection toward his family and toward other people. He's completely free and available to God and able to carry out God's will in perfect freedom. In fact, Jesus is nailed to the cross because he will not compromise his love for the Father and his loving obedience to the Father's will. So for Jesus, and here's how we can understand this, we notice that Jesus often goes off to pray. In the Gospels, we see Jesus 
rising early to pray, and sometimes praying through the night. Why is this important? Because in those moments, Jesus is tasting anew the Father's immense love. And this is what allows Jesus to know the Father's love as the greatest treasure, to put that first above everything else, and everything else is to be relative and taken up into that one ultimate love. When you and I in our life have experienced the love of God at certain moments very deeply, very intimately, very personally, when we experience and taste that love that is so beautiful and immense and wonderful, have you noticed at those moments we're willing to do anything for God. We're willing to leave everything for God. We're willing to do whatever God wants because that love, when it's experienced, we realize it's the greatest treasure that a human being can know. And it organizes, it reorganizes everything else in our life. This is what I came to realize. That first moment at 19 years old, when I tasted how much God loves me, I realized that I had everything backwards. My desires and my loves were all out of whack. I didn't even have room for God. I loved everyone and everything before God. And I came to realize this is why I was so unhappy. This is why my life was so much harder than it needed to be. And I was not free. When God, his love is first, and everything passes through that love, it makes such a difference. Let me give you just a few concrete examples. Because God was not first in my life, my relationship with material things was out of whack. I could not stop obsessing about having stuff. And I became so greedy, hoarding more than I needed. And it was hard for me to be generous, hard for me to share what God gave me because I loved things more than God. And as I surrendered that to the Lord into that love, that immense love, I found that I could be more generous. I wasn't so attached to material things. 
and I could be generous beyond what I ever thought I could have imagined. Does anyone here today have one of these? I know you do. I know you got one of these. You know, these are wonderful, but do I love God more than this? Some days, the answer is no. This is what controls my life. And every one of us here this morning can honestly admit we have wasted tons of time on this. And this has robbed us of opportunities to cultivate a deeper relationship with God and with other people. Aren't there days where you would love to throw this thing in the river? Right over there? In fact, after Mass, I'll meet you right down there. <laughs> I'll be the first one just to, just to help. Our emotions. Have you noticed when our anger is not subject to God and rightly ordered, if it doesn't pass through that love of God, it can hinder us from loving. When that anger takes over, it can make it hard for us to listen to others. It makes it hard for us to forgive. Anger can make it hard for us to be patient and to love. But if I love God first and that anger is assumed into that love, I can love others in a much greater way. One last example because it's so common. If I don't love God first before my other relationships, my affection for others can be the thing that decides how I live and what I do. When what others think of me becomes the dominant desire, I will not be free to love when love is challenging. This is true in friendships. This is true with parents and their children. This is true for pastors and church leaders. Sometimes we are afraid to witness our faith because we love the opinion of what other people think before God. We've all experienced this. Jesus is inviting us into a radical reorientation of our desires and our loves, to put it in right order. And so this is what we're going to do. This is the invitation. Did you know that the Mass is the Catholic version of a Protestant altar call? Are you ready? We are going to renew our commitment to follow Jesus. And we are going to let him lead us into a new experience of God's love that puts God first and everything else second 
and serving that, which means we have to put every relationship in our life on this altar and give it to God, every single one of them, everything that you and I have on this altar, giving it to God, holding nothing back. All those things that we hold back, nope, on the altar. This morning, as we commit again, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to put the Father first as you did and allow his love, his will to organize everything in my life. Are you ready to do this? And of course the answer is yes. Amen?